Well, the greatest week in racing is about to get underway. It all starts tomorrow at Flemington with Derby Day. And thanks to Maccas, 30 days, 30 deals. Grab a new deal every day of November, only on the My Maccas app. Let's check in with SEN Track, AFL Nation commentator, and a man that will steer you into plenty of winners over the next week. Campbell Brown. Hello, Brownie. G'day, Jules. How are you, mate? Uh, yeah, well, I, didn't, I certainly didn't do that last weekend. Cox, mate, day was was tough enough, and I... I feel like SCN Tracks created a monster because I open up the Herald Sun today and I turn to the racing pages and bang, there's a massive picture and quote from David Taggart, never take on the tag stuff. Oh. He's walking around the SCN Tracks studio's chest out as, as up and about as I've ever seen the little man. Seriously. As Dennis Pagan used to say, a paperweight that thinks he's a bookshelf tags at the moment. <laughs> hey, just on the derby, it feels like every year in the lead-up to the derby that we have the same debate. Why is this race 2,500 metres? Why don't we shorten it down to 2,000? Do you feel the same way? And, and why haven't we changed it? Oh, I think it's one of those ones. I mean, it's obviously very unique. Um, you've always got those that are four... And against, and I suppose if you want to talk why you're against it, uh, they're three-year-olds, um, and it's very early on in their, their three-year-old season. Um, you know, they obviously only turned three on the, the first of August. It rules out um, some of the internationals that might have come maybe later in the year, or if it's a, a shortened um, a, um, race. Two thousands about right, but then it just then it just becomes a, another two thousand meter three-year-old race for, for the males, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, it's, it really is a, a true staying test for three-year-olds. Do any horses go on post winning the derby or running well in the derby and have good race careers? No, um, there, there haven't been too many, but um, I, I like it and um, it's one of those one races where it's, it's very hard. I mean, I'm tipping I'm tipping Riff Rocket um, at $2.20 is poison. I think um, <laughs> should bounce back. But, you know, the, the big question mark is can can it run you know, 2,500 metres? And um, we'll find out. Well, that's the tough part, isn't it? So race 7, 4.20 tomorrow, the Victoria Derby, uh, Group 1 worth $2 million. But since 2006, Brownie, only two favourites have won this race. But I guess we probably ha- haven't had as many in recent times, as short as uh, Riff Rocket is, uh, main dangers to Riff Rocket. Um, for me, the thing is, you, you can be absolutely bolting it at the you know, eighteen hundred meter mark. You can hit the front at the twenty two hundred meter mark, and and then horses can just absolutely puncture. You know what I mean? And and just um, paddle the last furlong, furlong and a bit, and the horses that are eating up the ground. You know, they've got real stayers. Um, pedigree that have been been ready to rock and roll, you know, fly late and, and get it. I think Verdad is a, a genuine danger. I mean, we saw Sunsets beat Riff Rocket at Crawford last night in a small field that was a bit stop-start. Um, and I think that the second favourite, Apulia, Apulia uh, for the Hayes boys, has all deserved to be around the mark. But um, you put faith in, in uh, Chris Waller. He thinks the horse is cherry ripe and will run the trip and is usually pretty accurate. Yeah, he doesn't get it wrong too often. The Coolmore Stud Stakes uh, race six, uh, 1,200 metres down the Flemington Strait, is always one to watch. you got the top three from the Golden Slipper, Shinzo Cylinder and King's Gambit. Shinzo won the Slipper, but hasn't exactly uh, set the world on fire since. Yeah, and there's not many horses uh, that, that go on from winning the, the Slipper and have good careers and, and, and win again. Um, 
I'm with King's Gambit. I, I love the way that this horse won last start. I know that you know, it's down the rails and the gaps open up at the right time, but he's a horse that burst on the scene at Caulfield Guineas Day last year and won a, a race there by five or six lengths. And Blake Sim got off and said, wow, um, not a lot went right. The horse has had some, some manner issues in the past, but um, the Shinzo Cylinder, King's Gambit, they've had some great battles. Um, you know, as two-year-olds up in Sydney, and and they all meet each other again here. And I think you know the eight dollars, eight dollars fifty that King's Gambit's a pretty good bet. Race two, the Lexus Archer Stakes, over two thousand five hundred metres, Group Three. But uh, the winner gets a ticket in to the Melbourne Cup, so it's always a race to keep an eye on. Eight winners out of this race have gone on to win the Melbourne Cup, including Shocking and and Brew in more recent times. Uh, who do you like here? Yeah, this is a really disappointing race because usually in the past, last chance to punch your ticket to the Melbourne Cup, you usually get pretty good, strong, big fields. And I think there's a field here of only um, seven or eight runners. And, um, and you know, for, for mine, uh, I think 2009, you mentioned shocking. That's the last horse that, that won this race and went on to win the Melbourne Cup. So um, I think Adabath Can obviously is the favourite. Oh, I think United Nations can absolutely bounce back. Um, you know, it's been its Crawford Cup run was was pretty good, um, and the run before that was outstanding at uh, Caulfield. So, if you want to take the favourite on, which will be hard to beat, I think the Ma Eustace run at United Nations can certainly win at six dollars. Jenny to Campbell Brown, SEN Track AFL Nation commentator. But it's all about the racing tomorrow, starting with Derby Day. At Flemington, uh, what about in the wakeful? It's usually a pretty good indicator for the Oaks coming up on Thursday. Uh, looks like Sardozzi's going to start a pretty short price favourite. Yeah, it is. Um, Goodolphin haven't had a, a great spring thus far. I mean, they, they lost some of their big guns like Anamo at the start last uh, the end of last season. And they haven't quite found their next big ticket horse. Um, maybe Tom Kitten, but um, still got a little bit to prove. Um, I was with the three here in this race. It's about 460. Consana uh, for Chris Waller. I think Jamie Carr, who, um, if you look at her last three weeks, um, 24 rides on horses that are under double-figure odds and hasn't ridden a winner. So you could say out of form. I'm saying she's about to bounce back over the four four days of Flemington. Um, champions don't stay out for long. She'd be aware of, of the little drought that she's in at the moment. Um, maybe still regaining a bit of confidence from that terrible fall in the in the autumn, but yep. um, she's riding uh, she's riding Consana, and I think this could be the the horse that kickstarts her uh, her Flemington campaign. Interesting race, race eight uh, at five o'clock. The Empire Rose Stakes over sixteen hundred metres. Group one worth a million because alcohol free is uh, ten million bucks bought for four oh. Group ones in England, but. Uh, lacking a bit of fizz over here, it's fair to say. Um, we'll start favourite, but uh, what have you made of alcohol-free since it's been in Australia? Yeah, uh, if you've got that sort of money to buy a horse, I suppose it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but um, you'd be disappointed with your return on investment. Um, you know, a fourth, a last and a fourth. Um, I know Cam Luke is really bullish on this this runner. Um, he's declared it. Um, very, very open race off. Oh, I'm actually going for some real value here. Here we go. And it's number six, Foxy Frieda. Andrew Noblet trains trains this mare, thirty-four dollars. But a really a really consistent horse. Um, loves his trip. Uh, you know, nine goes over this trip for three wins, three seconds, and a third. 
um, likes the, the big open expanses of Flemington and um, has drawn really well. There's good speed in the race. It'll, it'll sort of get back worse than midfield and be really, uh, hopefully, if the, the gaps open up, we can get to the outside, be really hitting the line nice and strong. And I reckon she's massive overs coming coming off uh, a two-length loss last start to Wishlaw Lass, who's come out and, and won again at Mooney Valley. And only the five lengths off Amelia's jewel uh, before that at Flemington. So if uh, she can replicate anything near that form, I reckon she's in the finish. Well, if that one comes to pass, there'll be uh, plenty of alcohol flying for those that have uh, backed it. What about the fact that we've now got the Golden Eagle on Derby Day up in Sydney? Is that taken anything away from Derby Day, do you think? Or do you actually think that it's enhanced it to have another quality race around the country? No, it's certainly detracted from, from potentially what could have been on offer for Derby Day. And um, I know a lot of people look at, you know, Victoria versus New South Wales and the competition around that. Um, I think anything that that improves racing and puts a bit of pressure on the different race clubs and you've got to be a bit more inventive, you've got to think about your programming and fixturing and things a little bit more now that the, com- the competition's so high is a good thing. I don't... I don't buy into the us versus them sort yeah. of setup. Um, they're two different racing clubs, and they're both trying to do the absolute best for for each other or for for themselves. I mean, against each other. So um, I, I think it's a. I mean, it's a great race. It's uh, there's plenty of chances. I was with um, a Y five O in this race. I just uh, I love this horse. Talk about a horse with a bit of bit of ticker and just fighting to the line. Um, Shades of alligator blood about it, and it's trained by the same trainer, so you'd expect it. But Johnny Singleton trains, uh, owns his horse, and it's drawn really well. Um, its Everest run was massive. I know it didn't win, but geez, it went down swinging, and um, I think it can jump if Nashville Willow can get to the front and just slow that tempo up and get away with some a few cheap sectionals. Good luck getting past it. Any other racing in Sydney worth taking a look at tomorrow? Uh, I haven't really done too much form in Sydney. I've mainly just focused everything down here at Flemington, apart from that Golden Rose. I really like um, my best of the day is uh, at Flemington to my race three, Rose Courts, mm-hmm. uh, the Graham Begg runner. And my best each way, I think is a, it's going to be a great bet. Uh, pretty good first up record, a Godolphin runner called Gravina, $13 at the moment. Um, rarely runs out of the place ever, uh, let alone first up. So I reckon that, uh, that could be... A nice little anchor for some of your multis. So that's Derby Day. Looking ahead to Melbourne Cup Day, we're all getting ready for the big race. Um, how do you see the quality of the field this year? Oh, I think it's pretty good. Um, it's not going to be an all-time great uh, Melbourne Cup, but um, you know the, the great thing about racing is it doesn't matter what necessarily horses and the quality of horses in the races are. It's about the finishes. And, and we looked at the Caulfield Cup. That was one of the great finishes. You know, two horses yeah. going at it from the 200-metre mark and there's a short half-head. Then you look at the the uh, Cox Plate. Now, it wasn't jam-packed with superstars, but one of the greatest finishes of all time. You know, a lip between Mr. Brightside and Romantic Warrior and the Hong Kong story. So, for me, it's, it's not necessarily about the, the quality of the horses. Yes, you need to attract the internationals and get some star power down, but um, if there's a blanket finish with four or five horses across the line, that's what everyone will remember, not necessarily a, a one superstar that comes out and wins by five lengths, you know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of buzz about Vorban. Uh, do you buy into the hype? Not really. I'm, um, they're, 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 I mean, 
you can look at that price and think it's uh, it's very very short. Um, I'm one of those those guys. Um, actually, here's another one that I'm going to go for a bit of value. But I like it. I've been following following this this horse and its journey back to fitness for a while. It's called Ash Run. It ran in the 2020 Melbourne Cup. It's a Australian bloodstock horse uh, for Andre Voller. And uh, it's now with the Ma Eustace stable. Got injured. Um, 2020 was the year that the COVID unit uh, Twilight Payment jumped and, right. and went to the front okay. and ran a cracking pace and kicked away and won. And um, it was only about five or six lengths back, but no one made up ground that day. So that run wasn't too bad. We know it'll get the trip. It's been nursed back to health. It's Geelong Cup run was absolutely outstanding where it ran second. Mm. And that was enough to qualify for uh, Tuesday. And I just reckon, I mean, they won last year with, with gold trip, same colours, same trainers. Maybe this could be the horse at odds that comes out that a few people have overlooked. Very nice. Yeah, so there's great storylines everywhere. Gold trip going for back-to-back. The Richmond boys in Sulcombe without a fight trying to win the Caulfield Melbourne Cup double. Been a lot of jockey changes in the in the lead up. Of course, after uh, Derby Day tomorrow, we have the barrier draw. How important is the barrier draw for the Melbourne Cup? Yeah, vitally important. Obviously, everyone's everyone's trying to get those those good barriers where you're not tucked up on the fence and you can you can get it. You can sort of get between five and ten. I think it would be the perfect barrier. Some people might say three to twelve, but five to ten. I think if you're a jockey and a, and a trainer, it gives you options. You know, and if you're not cleanly away, you can still sort of punch up and be close enough. Um, you don't want to be caught wide. Obviously, 3,200 metres is a real staying test anyway. If you if you get caught two or three wide for the trip without much cover or you can't get in uh, by by the, the finish post the first time, you've already covered a fair bit of extra ground. So all those sort of things are, are really important. And, um, you know, jockeys will, will have plans. Um dependent on what barrier they draw and, and some will just have to throw their plans out the out the door and jag back to last and hope for a bit of luck because they've drawn the outside so there's all these sort of things that, that play a role. Yeah, typical Melbourne, coldest Melbourne Cup for you since 95 last year, looking at 30 degrees on uh, Tuesday. Looks like it's going to be great weather uh, for the Melbourne Cup carnival uh, for the whole week. Uh, of course, don't miss all the Derby Day action including the call of every race live on SEN and SEN Track tomorrow with the Trackside team live from Flemington. Before I let you go, Campbell, uh, a lot of people look up to you for your style. Have you got your outfit ready? And uh, who are you dressed by? <laughs> I, I'm so lazy. Uh, I, I just ring up Channel 7 and, and say, hey, can I please borrow one of my suits that I wore during the footy season? Um, I'm traditionally not a not a, a black and white guy, but uh, the, the stylist, the, uh, they made sure that they put a black tie in there for me. So, um yeah, I'll be I'll be well dressed, but it won't be uh, because of me. It'll be because uh, because of the Channel Seven wardrobe. Nah, can't be good at everything, uh, Brownie. Uh, enjoy Derby Day. Enjoy the entire week. It's a it's a great week of racing. And uh, thanks for your time. I look forward to SEN Track over the next four days. Have a great weekend, and hopefully we can find plenty of winners. Absolutely, plenty of value bets there from Campbell Brown. Thirty days, thirty deals is back at Maccas. Remember, what's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.